Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to this week's weekly news roundup. Let's get straight into it. Historic 1965 Ford Mustang Shelby GT350 was hiding in an abandoned house for decades. So not a so not a barn find as you would normally think. This is a house find. The Ford Mustang Shelby GT350 was abandoned alongside a 1991 model and a second 1965 Mustang. See, what I want to know though is how do people forget? How does a, how does a car, how do three cars just get abandoned out of nowhere like that? It's so sad because you know, thank God they found it. Thank God whoever found it was even allowed to go check the house. Jesus. Average daily rental car costs have shot up. $35 to $81 only in the past two years. The semiconductor shortage means, or semiconductor shortage, means it is difficult for rental companies to restock their fleets. And, well, that makes sense. The 2021 Porsche 911 Turbo S Lightweight. I guess that means it can't keep, it can't keep its German beard down. Does 0 to 60 in 2.1 seconds. And the quarter mile in 9.9 seconds. The 2021 Porsche 911 Turbo S Lightweight is so fast that it can keep up with that can that it can keep up with or smoke just about anything else on the road. 2025 VW Tiguan will the future be electric for VW Group's popular SUV. The third generation of the VW Tiguan could arrive as early as 2024, bringing sexier design and more tech. Some owners might be able to start and shift their Mustang Fusion or MKZ into gear without pressing the brake pedal. High heat and humidity can cause bumpers on brake pedals to fail, which has led to a recall of nearly 200,000 vehicles. Basically, if you live in Florida, you're cacked. Or California. Or probably the southern part of Texas later in the year. Yeah, you're cacked. You're in big trouble. Ford document confirms what we already knew. The 2022 F-150 Raptor will have a V8. After a year of speculation and conjecture, we now know for a fact that a proper V8 will be under the hood of the Raptor R, assuming we ever get it. BMW's new hardcore M4 spied again. Look inside proves it'll be it'll indeed be named the CSL. The test car's cabin features a CSL plaque in place of the rear seats, and that all about but and that all all but confirms the car's speculated name. Tuner teases Porsche Boxster Mark I with wide body kit, speedster rear, and a ducktail. And you know what? That is sick. The company wants to keep up the body kit at nearly $4,500 before tax, giving an exotic appearance to the humble boxer. And <laughs> yeah, that's a very exotic appearance. I hope that body kit actually does make it, I don't know, beyond the development phase. Dodge is officially accepting resumes for $150,000 a year. Chief donut maker job. You know all those influencers, I guess kind of people like me as far as Instagram goes? Yep. Yeah, Dodge is paying, or will pay, if they find that one influencer to be a Dodge and brat to be to be a ambassador for Dodge, that's basically what they're looking for. They're looking for a new brand ambassador. So you know what? If you think if you think you can do it, go ahead. The, the rules are on the Dodge DodgeGarage.com website, and the the link to the actual to all the information is right at the top of the page. Very easy to find. Tesla expands its insurance business to Arizona and Ohio customers. Tesla now offers insurance in five states and hopes it. And it hopes to offer it in most, oh, hopes to offer it in most by the end, by the end of the year. Reporter gets hit by car on live TV, bounces back and finishes news. That, <laughs> it's awful what happened to him, but God, that is dedication. 
You you are not gonna have that ruin your news segment, were you? Reporter Tori Yorgi, hopefully I got that right, takes being hit by a car like a champ. Are you sure like a champ is that? I'm not sure that's an appropriate subheading. And says, that's live TV for you. What a Chad. What a giga Chad. What a stud. <laughs> My God, he 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 is the most dangerous man on earth. He would he was going to allow nothing to get in his way. China's Human Horizons is suing Renault over logo used by Mobileye sub-brand. What? Human Horizons first registered its logo in August 2018, while Renault patented its Mobileye's logo in 2021. Oh, I see. Don't want to wait for the 2022 Ford Bronco Raptor? Hennessy just started production of its Velociraptor. If you're, if you're sad about waiting for a Bronco Raptor, Hennessy has just started production of its fearsome Bronco Velociraptor. Lamborghini CEO says two Huracans and two Urus SUVs coming this year. Huracan Bev arrives in 2024. The or successor is coming in 2023 with plug-in hybrid power. GM to spend $154 million renovating a 112-year-old New York plant to make, pe- to make parts for EV motors. The Lockport components will soon produce stators for electric motors that will power EVs based on the Ultium platform. Sony in search of partners to ease possible entry into the EV market. The tech company is exploring the possibility of becoming an EV automaker with the help of partnerships. 2022 Ford Bronco Raptor debuts Monday, January 24th on sale this summer. The upcoming Bronco Raptor could have up to 450 horsepower. Shelby's latest F-150 Raptor combines Baja looks with 525 horsepower. The off-road focus truck features a lift kit and 37-inch tires. Renault and Geely joins forces to give Renault Samsung a brand new CMA-based lineup. The new CMA-based Renault Samsung models will go into production in 2024. GM gets tax break to invest $1.3 billion at Orion Plant. Plant still needs leadership approval. General Motors still needs to approve plans to spend $1.3 billion at its Orion factory. 2023 Audi Q9 production lightning revealed... Oh no, lighting. Production lighting revealed in new spy photos. Get your best look yet at the complex lighting of the upcoming China-only Audi Q9. Toyota tops automaker rankings for a recipient of most patents for eighth year in a row. That's an average of 7.5 patents per day and is, re- and is the result of more than $1 billion since 2017. Would you have paid almost $250,000 for this Brabus G700 4x4 squared? Unlike the real squared G-Class, the Brabus G700 4x4 squared is based on the G63 AMG and pumps out 690 horsepower. Europe's Ford Ranger pickup shows off its practical features. The new generation of the Ford Ranger offers improved versatility thanks to clever features on the rear bed designed for work and leisure. Renault Megane e-text display have smaller pixels than the latest iPad 9. The Renault Megane e-text display form part of the company's new OpenR-Link interface. 2024 Mercedes-AMG GT makes spy debut looking strangely familiar. The new generation AMG GT will be exclusively offered in coupe body style since the SL took the role of the Roadster. Toyota confirms there is a four-year wait list for the Land Cruiser in Japan? In Japan of all places? The home of the K-Car wants something as big as a Land Cruiser? I, okay, I'm astonished. I am absolutely... I, I'm bewildered. What? Huh? Like, in the Middle East, you'd understand... Hell, Europe, you'd understand, to a certain extent. But Japan? Wow. I am, I'm just, I'm absolutely baffled by that. Toyota received more than 20,000 Japanese orders for the Land Cruiser just two weeks after its unveiling. Wow. 
Mercedes-Benz purchases small stake in LiDAR company Luminar. Future Mercedes-Benz models will use LiDAR systems for self-driving hardware ex from self-driving hardware expert, expert Luminar. Cadillac finishes first pre-production Lyric. Customer deliveries to start in a few months. At launch, the Lyric will be offered with a single powertrain consisting of a 100 kilowatt hour battery pack and a 340 horsepower electric motor. David Brown's latest Speedback Silverstone Edition took over 8,000 hours to build. David Brown's Speedback Silverstone Edition is based on the Jaguar XKR. Honestly, I'm surprised David Brown is still around. Well, no, 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 because they've been doing the Mini. What I'm surprised about is that the Speedback is still around. That's what I'm really surprised. That's what, yeah, that's what really surprises me. Electric Volta Zero truck to hit the streets of London this summer. The all-electric Volta Zero is available with either a 150 kilowatt hour or a 225 kilowatt hour battery pack. Stellantis looking strong at the first year, but it needs to hit the gym if it's going to worry Tesla. The merger of FCA and PSA turned out a-okay, judging by share prices, but now the company needs to engage needs to engage high gear for future battles. Alfa Romeo F1 adopts minor name change ahead of 2022 season. The team will now be called Alfa Romeo F1 Team Orlean, or Orlin, instead of Alfa Romeo Racing Orlin. Okay, whatever, no one cares. Ac Acura begins production of the 2022 Acura NSX Type S in Ohio. The first two models to roll off the line were finished in matte metallic Gotham Gray. Gotham Gray, that's a great name. The Asia Star X X93 combines the best of Chinese bu bus making with Pininfarina design, featuring Avante Guard. I think it's Avant, avant-garde design. The bus is intended to be so luxurious and so elegant that people will want to use it instead of their car. You want to know why they won't? It well, unless it's going to be public transport. Yeah, no, because it's a bus. Sorry, I thought about. I was in my mind. I know I said bus, but I read RV. Still, I mean, because here's the thing: buses on their own are a bit depressing. But that's not why people stay off the bus. It's not the bus itself. It's the other people. <laughs> that's why the the vast majority, I say the vast majority, that's why a lot of people, certainly in the U.S., stay off the buses, but also because of a lack of infrastructure. That's a huge portion of it. Consumer Reports updates its driver assistance scoring system, leaves Tesla FSD out in the cold. Despite pioneering advanced driver assistance aids, Tesla's autopilot wasn't deemed as safe as rival systems. A Polestar R installation led to the creation of a new green resin that could be used for cars. A new resin created to make an art piece more environmentally friendly may find its way into Polestar cars. Land Rover Defender 130 breaks cover thanks to the patent office. The Land Rover Defender 130 could be introduced later this year. IIHS will tackle misuse of advanced driver assistance systems with new rating system. The IIHS says the new tests are designed to access how well driver assistance systems monitor driver engagement. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break. During this break, I want to inform you all that you can now monetarily support this podcast and indeed the entirety of Cody's Car Conundrum with Kofi. Uh, well, it might be coffee, but it's spelled K-O-F-I, and that's weird, so I say it Kofi. In any case, Kofi is an alternative to Patreon where, beautifully and as God intended, you, the supporters, don't have to pay a fee, like on Patreon, to support my work. So if you like what I do and want to see me cover, slash talk about, slash make a video regarding something specific, or want me to branch out into other areas of car culture, then head over to ko-fi.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum, where you can make a minimum donation of $5 towards me and the brand. In return, you'll be helping me afford new equipment, afford upgrades to my existing tools, 
You'll receive polls asking what topic you want me to dive into next. You'll get to see voted and non-voted content before public release, various forms of recognition for your support, and the ability to vote on merch designs you'd like to see on the Teespring store. Now let's get back to the show. Alrighty everyone, we are back. Let's read more deeply into some of the news, including some that I saved. Well, actually this first one I saved from last week because I didn't have enough time to get into it. But I did want to get into it because it's a bit, it's a little interesting. It's a little different. I say it's a little different. It's not because we've seen these special editions before, but the, the edition itself is rather different and of its time, shall I say. Fiat debuts 500 red with a sanitizing glove box and UVC lamp new Tipo Cross SW, and more for 2022. Fiat has announced a suite of updates for its 2022 range, including a new Tipo Cross SW, some minor tweaks for the 500X, and a host of new red editions created through collaboration with the pandemic-fighting organization, Red. Starting with the 500X Red, the SUV gains a new 500 emblem at the front, replacing the Fiat logo and the chrome accent, and a new Fiat lettering at the back. These changes apply to the entire Model Year 22 500X range, including the Cult, why would you call one of your cars the cult? Why would you why would you name one of your trim levels cult? <sighs> God, is it you might as well have just called it the 500X Illuminati. <laughs> but anyway, in, including the cult, club, cross and sport trim levels. As of last year, the SUV comes in both hatchback and soft top Dolce Vita body style variant. So I probably butchered that. The emblem changes make it look more in line with the fully electric new 500 freshening up its design without the need for a full-blown facelift. The Italian BSUV premiered in 2014 and was facelifted in 2018 is getting a new lease on life. This year, it is rumored that it will get a new engine, although nothing has been confirmed yet. New Tipo Cross Station Wagon Another important announcement that was hidden between the lines of the red special editions is the new Fiat Tipo Cross Station Wagon. Since the 2020 facelift of the entire Tipo range, the Adventurous Cross variant was exclusively available as a five-door hatchback. But now it has been expanded to the more practical station wagon. Leaving the sedan is the only Tipo body style that hasn't been crossoverized. Just like its shorter sibling, the Tipo Cross station wagon gets 17-inch alloy wheels, plastic cladding on the bumpers that do jack crap, fenders and side sills, aluminum-style skid plates. A skid plate made out of aluminum is counterproductive. It's almost pointless. Unless it's really thick. Increased ground clearance, 1.6 inches or 40 millimeters, and full LED headlights slash taillights. The longer rear overhang brings a 115, 115, I'm sorry, no, 110 something. It says IT, 110 IT or 3.9 cubic feet increase in boot space that is now rated at 550 IT. What is that? And 19.4 cubic feet. What was the, oh, liters. I'm not sure it's liters, but it might be 110 liters or 3.9 cubic feet increase in the boot space that is now rated at 550, possibly liters, or 19.4 cubic feet. As for the Tipo Red Special Edition, it gets a passion, a passion red exterior with body color mirrors, red logos on the pillars, and Sequal Marine plastic upholstery for the seats, featuring the Fiat monogram and red stitching. The model is also available in Colossio Gray, Giletto, yeah, Giletto White, and Cinema Black exterior shades, but the mirrors are always red. The Panda Red is based on the Panda City Cross trim that was updated for 2021 which means it gets the same crossover-style look and the 1.2-liter-mild hybrid engine. In terms of specification, it is borrowing the same colors, badges, and interior upholstery from the Tipo Red, the 500 Red Sanitizing Glove Box. All red models get a biocide substance that kills 99.9% .9 of bat- God, I sound like one of those infomercials. That kills 99.9% .9 of the bacteria and viruses 
applied on the air cabin filter, the steering wheel, and the seats. They also benefit from a welcome kit that includes a dispenser and a special key cover. Additionally, the new 500 Red gets a sanitizing glove box system, which includes a UVC lamp inside the glove box, inside the dashboard glove compartment, sanitizing everything that gets exposed to it. The lamp gets activated by a button on the central console while an, ex while an external blue light notifies when the three-minute irradiation cycle is complete. This means you can easily sanitize your smartphone, keys, and other small objects every time you get inside the car. Red was founded in 2006 by YouTube frontman Bono and Bobby Shriver with the goal of combating AIDS. Through partnerships with various brands, Red has raised nearly $700 million for the global fund to date. In the wake of COVID-19, the same army of companies is now raising, well should be, the same army of companies are now raising money for strengthening healthcare systems and supporting life-saving programs in the communities hit hardest by the pandemic. I have to say, I do, I do like the red special editions. They look pretty cool. And I like the idea of a sanitizing glove box. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Well done, Fiat. That's a brilliant special edition. Now, if only you could bring it here or, you know, I don't know, the rest of Europe, perhaps. I think a lot of us would appreciate that. Moving on from that, though, to the Porsche. What's I going to? No. Ah, screw it. We'll talk about the 911 Turbo Lightweight anyway. That's right. It takes the 2021 Porsche 911 Turbo S Lightweight just 9.9 seconds to go 1,320 feet when starting from a dead standstill. That's not even the most shocking part, though, because from 0 to 60 miles per hour or 0 to 96 kilometers per hour, it's a half second quicker than the Koenigsegg Agera RS, the Ferrari LaFerrari Aperta, or Aptera. No, oh, Aptera. I think they got that wrong. Aperta, and the Pagani Zonda R. Put it on an unprepped surface and it'll, and it'll even best of Tesla Model S Plaid to 60. We'll come back to that though. According to the folks over at Car and Driver, the 2021 Porsche 911 Turbo S with a $10,340 optional lightweight package is actually the fastest car they've ever tested from 0 to 30 miles per hour or 0 to 48 kilometers per hour too. Not that anyone cares about that. I mean, because it's so, I mean, yeah, that's fast and it's going to hurt like hell, but it's 0 to 30, right? It's 0 to, rep, uh, zero to residential speed. That, that's all that is. It managed to get going that quickly in 0 0.8 seconds, or roughly the same amount of time it takes for your heart to complete one full beat. Okay, that is impressive. Of course, those beats might come faster if you're in the 911 during launch, but this Porsche isn't just all about straight line speed. It's all about providing an exhilarating experience without being as track dedicated as the GT3. As the name suggests, this 911 is lighter by about 80 pounds or 36 kilograms than the stock Turbo S, and that diet consists of lighter glass, a rear seat delete, carbon fiber seats, and less sound deadening insulation. It also gets a small ride height drop of 0.4 inches with Porsche's active suspension management system. All of that tech comes together in a glorious package that manages to both be controlled and ferocious. The all-wheel drive model, a huge plus for acceleration from standstill, gets a neck snapping 640 horsepower and 590 pound-feet of torque from its twin-turbo 3.7-liter flat six that's paired to an eight-speed dual-clutch automatic transmission. Car and driver measured up to 1.1, sorry, sorry, 1.12 G in lateral cornering ability from the 911 Turbo S lightweight, and rightly pointed out that it wasn't even running the stickiest rubber available. We'd really love to see how fast it is in a straight line with a set of properly warmed up slicks. Regardless of all that, the 911 Turbo S Lightweight proves that internal combustion cars can't be ridden off despite how fast electric vehicles have become. 
Remember too that this Porsche costs $217,340 or $207,000 for the base turbo S plus $10,340 for the lightweight package. That's no small amount, but let's compare it to everything else out there that can keep up with it that can keep that can keep up with it to 60 miles per hour. Oh wait, there's only one. The $625,000 Ferrari SF90. What about Tesla, you say? Well, well, after we wait the 15 minutes or so, the Tesla Model S plan will need to warm up. It's never been faster than 2.1 seconds, unless it was on a prep surface. In fact, many owners can't even get their plans to go that fast. Oh, and Porsche can do, and the Porsche can do this trick over and over and over and over again. The only other car that can even vaguely keep up with this thing is the Dodge Demon. But even that is only on a prep surface. Granted, it is way less expensive. It's just ridiculous. And now for a for an interesting article that I saw saw later last year that I don't fully get because I didn't read it obviously, but I'm not sure. You know, let me just say it. Ferrari patent shows the air conditioning system of the future. You see why I was confused now? I was thinking, like, how much different could it really be? Like, how much can you really change? What have you done, Ferrari? Like, not in a bad way, but what madness, what sorcery have you committed? Ferrari is known for performance-related innovations in the design and engineering of their supercars, inspired by their racing heritage. However, the company is also working on technological in innovations in sectors like in sectors like this smart air conditioning system that could be implemented in future models like the Puro Sogne. The patent, discovered by Ferrari 296 form, shows an advanced climate control system that sounds fitting to a luxury limousine. Thermal cameras, are, thermal cameras will read the temperature of different parts of the cabin in each passenger's body while taking into consideration the passenger's gender, while taking into consideration the passenger's gender, body, and clothing. Then, according to the received data, the system decides the optimum flow, direction, circulation, and temperature of the air coming out of the climate vents, or as Ferrari, or as Ferrari calls them, the plura, uh, plura, plurality of ventilation devices? What a stupid name. Get over yourselves. This ensures that all passengers enjoy the best possible cooling or heating experience in their Ferrari, regardless of outside weather conditions. As you can see, the patent drawing uses a high-riding three-box vehicle with four seats. Since the discontinuation of the GTC for Luso, Ferrari doesn't have any vehicle with rear seats in its current range. However, there is the upcoming Puro Sogne, the Italian company's first crossover slash SUV, referred to as Ferrari Utility Vehicle, or FUV. FU vehicle, <laughs> which could potentially be fitted with this type of technology. Given that the Ferrari Puro Sogne will have to rival the likes of the performance-focused Lamborghini Urus and the Aston Martin DBX, as well as the more luxury-oriented Bentley Bentayga Speed and Rolls-Royce Cullinan Black Badge, it has to stand out not only in terms of performance, but also in terms of technology. However, the patent application doesn't necessarily mean that this air conditioning system is destined for production, as companies sometimes just want to secure their ideas. In any case, the guys at Marinello have a pretty cool concept in their hands, on their hands. A pretty cool concept on their hands. That wasn't a screw-up by me. That's a screw-up in the article. And we really hope it does make it to, to production. Alright, let's get on to that, what I'm imagining is a recall for the Ford Mustang Fusion and the Lincoln MKZ. Yep, here it is. Ford has issued a recall for 199,085 vehicles as a result of the brake pedal on automatic vehicles, an element of whose construction may disintegrate over time. The problem is especially pronounced in areas with high heat and salty air, such as Hawaii and a number, and a number of southern states. 
The recall affects 2014 to 2015 Ford Fusions, 2014 to 2015 Lincoln MKZs, and 2015 Ford Mustangs that are registered, have been registered in the past, or sold in Texas. In Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, and Hawaii. Basically, the whole lot of y'all are screwed. The issues relate to the stop bumpers on the brake pedals of those vehicles that assist with the proper activation of the brake lights. The rubber used for this bumper may degrade over time and fall off, especially in areas with high temperatures, high humidity, and high salinity. That could lead... That could lead the brake lights to stay on even after the driver has let go of the brake pedal. Moreover, if the brake pedal bumper is missing on a vehicle with an automatic transmission, the engine can be started and the transmission can be shifted out of park without depressing the brake pedal, which could lead to a rollaway risk per the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration or the NHTSA. Ford will notify owners of the issue and will replace the stop bumpers on both brake and clutch pedals where applicable. Although the issue hasn't been observed on vehicles with manual transmissions, the clutch bumpers are made of the same material and will be replaced preemptively. The new bumpers will be made out of a different material than the original ones that is intended to last longer and degrade less. But not, but not, not at all. Okay. The replacement will be conducted by Ford at no cost to the owner. Anyone who has already replaced their bumper will be covered under a general reimbursement plan that will run until September 4th, 2022. Ford is still in the process of validating the service remedy for this issue, so the timing for fixes is not yet finalized, but dealers are expected to start notifying owners in early March. That is a long way away from now. In any case, though, that is it for this segment. I will see you all after the break. While we take this short and elevator musicless break, sorry, I would like to inform you all that there is more CCC content for you to enjoy. For articles, videos, polls, quizzes, posts about the podcast, and even a little bit more, please head on over to my all-new Cody's Car Conundrum website. With a whole new design and all my content in one place, the new Cody's Car Conundrum website is the home of everything I do with CCC. Just go to codyscarconundrum.com to devour even more car-based content. Alrighty, everyone, we are back for the final segment. 2022 Nissan Rogue Sport gets a price hike, now starts at $24,260. The 2022 Rogue... Hopefully I said Rogue. Did I say Range Sport? I meant Rogue Sport. The 2022 Rogue Sport carries over without major without major changes. Okay, that's a bit disappointing. Jeep introduces new Renegade and Compass e-hybrids in Europe. The models feature a turbocharged 1.5 liter engine, a 7-speed DCT, and an electric motor. 2023 Cadillac Escalade V roars to life. A new first teaser video. I said a new first. No. In first teaser video, will debut tomorrow, at the time, which was two days ago, at the time they wrote that article. But I'm going to be doing a new car podcast, so look forward to that, on the Escalade V. Celine announces electric supercar while looking for investors, again. The company said it is working on new and exciting visionary products without getting into details. Subaru stops taking 2022 BRZ custom orders as supply crisis bites. Buying from stock, now only option. You can have a BRZ coupe in any spec you like as long as it is one already as long as it's one already available at a Subaru dealer. 2023 Audi A4 Avant spy testing its all-wheel drive prowess on snowy roads. A debut is expected in 2023 and the new model is likely to retain its combustion engines. VW E-Up to restart production as as entry-level EV. Production of the E-Up stopped in 2020, but it seems that VW is planning on bringing it back. Chimera Evo 37 to join Monte Carlo Rally with a special livery. Almost 40 years after Lancia 037 won at Monte Carlo, its modern reinterpretation will return to Monaco. You love to see it. 
2023 Mercedes-Benz GLE Coupe facelift spy during winter testing. The facelift to GLE Coupe looks to arrive with minor bumper and lighting changes. Jaidu Robocar teased from Baidu with Level 4 Autonomy production version to follow in 2023. The Jaidu Robocar concept is said to be 90% similar to the mass-produced vehicle that's coming next year. 2023 Toyota Sequoia shows its rear end will debut on the 25th of January. Toyota's full-size SUV is about to get its first redesign in over a decade! BAW's upcoming BJ212 SUV is part Jeep Wrangler and part Toyota FJ Cruiser. BAW's new BJ212 off-roader will be offered with 2.0-liter NA, 2.0-liter turbo, and 2.4-liter turbo engines. Smart's new electric SUV will look almost like the Concept 1. Spy pics show that the production model's design will be very close to the to the concept that was shown last year in Munich. Stellantis CEO warns about Europe's move to ban ICE-powered cars. Carlos, Tava Carlos Tavares said that, ele that electrification was a, design was a decision made by politicians, not the auto industry. Yeah, something we all know. Thanks, Dieselgate. Artificial market forces, man. Sometimes they suck. Autoflight plans a futuristic air taxi service that will go live in Europe by 2025. No, it won't. Autoflight... Well, I mean, air taxi, okay, it's just a helicopter. Yeah, no, they'll be fine. I thought by air taxi, they meant like, they meant like a flying car. No, but if it's just a helicopter, then sure. Autoflight is getting one step closer to reality with a new managing director and a 2025 production goal. Crazy 1,200 horsepower Mazda 3 with rotary engine and rear-wheel drive to tackle next year's Pikes Peak hill climb. The project is quite possibly the craziest Mazda 3 ever built. Nissan Australia introduces pet accessories to make road trips with dogs easier. From collapsible bowls to cargo barriers, the package even comes with a ramp to make your dog's life easier. Buick LaCrosse, Regal, Chevrolet Malibu models sold in certain states may experience rear suspension failure. The Buick LaCrosse, Regal, and Chevrolet Malibu are being recalled in states prone to corrosion. Workers authorize strike at Kentucky Corvette plant if contract dispute can't be settled. The workers of UAW Local 2164 are facing off against the Corvette plant's management in local contract dispute. Haval H6 GT is coming to Australia in a premium coupe SUV, sorry, as a premium coupe SUV for the masses. Great Wall Motors is adding a new and sexier body style variant in its Australian SUV range. GM envisions using fuel cells to recharge EVs without having to connect to the grid. GM showed a mobile EV charger and a solution for affordably turning gas stations into charging stations. Hyundai partners with, with quantum computing whizzes to make batteries more efficient. Using quantum computers to simulate battery chemistry will lead to more efficient and cheaper electric vehicles. The Winnebago ERV concept previews the electric, the electric motorhome of the future. It's basically a big Ford Transit that hardly has a grill in it. It's kind of disappointing, actually. 2022 Ford Bronco Everglades skips Florida to tackle the snow. The Bronco Everglades will debut later this year with a factory-installed winch and snorkel. Aura's Mini Panamera Lightning, Lightning Cat EV, what a, okay, that's a name and a half, will reportedly be based and built alongside BMW's Mini in China. The Lightning Cat and Mini's EV, and sorry, and Mini EVs will be built at the same Zhang, Zhangjia, yeah, I, I'm sorry, I can't. I just can't figure that out. Factory operated by Great Wall and BMW, report says. Hyundai Sonata Elantra and Santa Fe windshields may fall out after a crash. An incorrect flow additive. Flow additive? 
mixed with production paint clear coat results in inadequate adhesion of the windscreen to the vehicle. My Scion TC is sinking into a frozen river, but let me first take a selfie! Gotta put this up on the gram, you know? Gotta get them likes! Them views totally not clickbait! Rather than escaping from atop her sinking car, this Scion TC... <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't with this crap. This Scion TC's owner chose to capture the moment instead. The only way you can justify that is for, I don't know, an insurance claim maybe? Perhaps proof? But the only thing you're capturing is proof, potentially, of your own stupidity. <laughs> that's... That's, a, that's ridiculous. That is so dumb. Michael Foes, or Foxes, but it's not Fox, so Foes, McLaren Speedtail just sold for $3.3 million at a Meekum auction. The retina scorching, not because it looks bad, but because it's really bright, Volcano Yellow McLaren Speedtail found a new home. GM opens online marketplace for 45,000 repair and maintenance parts and more. The new digital storefront will eventually offer digital products like Super Cruise subscriptions. Ford partners with Stripe to facilitate e-commerce and make payments easier. Ford wants to offer more e-commerce services and will use Stripe's technology to do it. This Nissan Z-inspired timepiece will set you back $2,495. Or way, way, way too much. The Nissan Z watch is available with either Serene Blue or something yellow accents. Hyundai says 2022 Santa Fe's digital instrument cluster could become unreadable if it's too cold outside. Oh god, well that's gonna screw me over. The 2022 Hyundai Santa Fe Fev's gauge cluster could be inverted in cold conditions. How? What line of coding dictated that? Let's get to the Buick recall first, though, before we get on, get on to what I imagine is yet another recall. Slightly more than 4,200... <laughs> 420. Slightly more than 4,200 Buick LaCrosse, Buick Regal, and Chevrolet Malibu models have been recalled by General Motors. This is an expansion of a previous recall where, sub, where subject vehicles may have rear tow links that received, my, that received improper electro-coating corrosion protection, meaning they could suffer from long-term corrosion. This could cause the tolling to thin and, and ultimately fracture. If this occurs, a driver may have difficulty controlling the vehicle, increasing the risk of a crash. Uh, yeah, no kidding. A tolling, a tolling corroding and then fracturing is a big deal. The recall impacts 2010 to 2013 Buick LaCrosses, 2012 to 2013 Buick Regals, and 2013 Chevrolet Malibu models that were that were ever registered in Connecticut, Delaware, the District of Columbia, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts. Just gasp. <gasps> Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, Virginia, West Virginia, or Wisconsin. So, so, the entirety of the eastern seaboard and some of the Midwest. All of y'all are screwed over. <laughs> Jesus. Impacted lacrosse models were manufactured between May 9th, 2009 and June 28th, 2013. While Buick Regal models embroiled in the recall were built between May 13, 2011 and September 7, 2013. Chevrolet Malibu models produced between November 7, 2011 and August 23, 2013 are also involved. Dealerships were notified of the expanded recall on, de on December 22, 2021 and owners will be notified by, Febu by February 7, 2022. They will be asked to return their vehicle to a GM dealership where the rear suspension tow links will be replaced and fasteners will be adjusted. All right, let's get on to the Hyundai nonsense. A number of 2022 Hyundai Santa Fe HEV and Santa Fe FEV models are being recalled in the United States due to an issue with their digital instrument cluster. 
a recall notice issued by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration or the lovely NHT NHTCA, yeah, NHTCA, reveals that the display may be produced with incorrect resistors. This means that the controls and gauges could be inverted if the SUVs are started up at extremely low temperatures, thus becoming in ineligible, sorry, no, thus becoming illegible, ineligible, <laughs> and increasing the risk of a crash or injury. The South Korean car manufacturer became aware of the issue on November 26, 2021, and began an investigation. While no cases or while no cases of incidents resulted resulting from the issue were found to have occurred in the United States, the decision was made to initiate a recall. The recall impacts a total of two hundred of two hundred and ninety-three Hyundai Santa Fe Have HEV models from the twenty twenty-two model year and four hundred and twenty-one Santa Fe Fab models from the twenty twenty-two model year. No, no, no. They don't say model year, just from twenty twenty-two. Okay. Impacted vehicles were manufactured between October 25th, 2021 and December 1st, 2021. Owners will be notified of the recall by first class by first class mail and instructed to bring their vehicles to a Hyundai dealership where the cluster will be replaced at no cost. Both dealerships and owners will be notified no later than February 25th, 2022. Sales of the 2022 Hyundai Santa Fe Feb only started a few months ago in the U.S., it is powered by a 1.6 liter turbocharged gasoline engine supplemented by an electric motor and a 13.8 kilowatt hour battery pack. It delivers a combined 261 horsepower and 258 pound feet or 350 newton meters of torque and starts at $40,535. In any case, though, that is going to be it for this weekly news roundup. I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, hey, not a problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcast, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.